Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. I'm here remotely again with Dr. Jen. (laughs) Hey, Hey, Serene. I feel like at this point, it's kind of like assumed that we're remote, right? I know. I know. I hate that we still have to not see each other and... I know. Going on almost a year now. I I know. The other day... What do you even look like? (laughs) I forgot. I feel like I look very different. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I was totally joking, but what if like we get back together and we're able to see each other and then I'm like, I don't, I don't even know you anymore. So what were you going to say? You said, you said the other day. Oh no. The other day I walk, I like realized it was like the 13th of January. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that's not the other day. That's a while ago, but, <laughs> but um, I, I walked in and I was like, Hey, it's te- our 10 month anniversary. And I was like, happy anniversary family. And they were confused and I was like, it's our quarantine anniversary. It's 10 months. It's um, so weird. Yeah. 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 March 13th, 2020. Definitely this shit has been go going on. Yeah. This has been going on for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have like your Christmas present that I have to give you, but we don't see each other. So this, this shit is just so weird. Well, I like literally emailed you your baby sprinkle gift, like <laughs> the day before you were due. So <sighs> I'm not one to hold people to dates and perfect you know. because as we've said before, time is kind of like irrelevant at this point. Like, what does time even mean? <laughs> and you know what? Great segue because right. I don't think gifts are my love language, Jen. <laughs> well, so today, Serene, we're going to talk about love languages. And we figured, you know, with with Valentine's Day right around the corner, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about love languages and love and Valentine's Day, and maybe even how that's shifted and changed during the pandemic. Well, all right. So how are you celebrating? I mean, before we get into love languages, how are you celebrating Valentine's Day during a pandemic? Well, okay. So Valentine's Day isn't really like a huge thing for us. You know, we just kind of like acknowledge it, maybe like try to go out to dinner or something like that. Um, But also Valentine's Day scheduling dinners is always crazy because restaurants are always packed. So we usually don't do it like on Valentine's Day. Um, But we were talking right before we started recording and I really, really enjoy like afternoon tea, like going out for high tea, like a fancy high tea kind of thing. And obviously you can't do that right now with everything shut down and closed. Um, So I found a couple of places in LA that, that deliver like the whole high tea experience. Like they send you all the foods and like, like a little uh, disposable, like uh, those like three tiered things that you put like all the, the foods on and stuff. Yep. And we've, we've done a couple of them during the pandemic. It's super cute. So we're going to do that for Valentine's day and my daughter is going to join us and we'll do like a little tea party and it'll, it'll be cute and, and silly. That sounds cute. Yeah. What about you guys? I don't know yet. Um, also 
Total side note. I just realized <laughs> I had my microphone in front of me like the opposite way. So in the first part of this episode, if you can't hear me very well, it's because of that. Um, I just noticed that your your uh, dialogue, like the lines just went up a lot more than they were before. <laughs> you know what? Don't judge me right now. It's very early. We're usually used to recording like at nights. Uh, now we're doing it at like 9 a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, you know what's funny is like yeah. where 2020 was like a dumpster fire, I feel like 2021 is like the hangover year. Like everything is just kind of like nobody can function <laughs> so far anyway. We're only like a little ways into it, but right. it, it just feels appropriate for this year. So you know what? You have that microphone whichever way you want it, girl. You do it. <laughs> it's because I'm a grown up and I can do whatever I want. I can, I can do what I want. I can microphone backwards if I want to. Um. All right, back to Valentine's Day and uh, getting more organized in my brain right now. I I don't know. You know, I think it's – I don't know. Um, We'll probably get like heart-shaped donuts or something for breakfast. Maybe – Cute. Get a box of chocolates and eat it. I don't know. Nice. I I don't know. I mean, Valentine's has never been a thing for me. Like it's – Yeah, yeah. It's never. But I know my kids really like it. it, I like Mm – I think they like doing things, you know. Yeah. They like giving gifts and they like like making things. So um, I usually do like a – you know, like how we do advent calendars for Christmas. Mm -hmm. We do like a little thing from – February 1st to the 14th. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. There's this little like box thingy that will put a note in for each kid or put a like candy or a trinket. I don't know, a small toy or something. That's um, cute. Every day. So we do that, but that's just like leading up to Valentine's. The day right. of Valentine's, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Right. Well, so this year, do you get out of doing like the, make a valentine for every kid in the class thing because the kids aren't physically in school or do you still do that because they're like kind of in school like how does that work yeah no we didn't do um like winter gifts we wow. I, I don't know if i told you but i kind of like hijacked the thing the not thanksgiving the halloween thing did oh, i say yeah, yeah. that yeah um and i like still did it in the parking lot with a bunch of the parents we just all texted each other um there was only like i don't know like 10 of them going to the pods yeah so it wasn't that hard um so we did that for halloween by the time winter break came the school shut down a couple of days earlier Mm -hmm. um the pods and the whatever the programs they had going so we couldn't plan for that and now they're back home completely back to zoom no pods yeah um at least our school and um and in case you don't know what pods are they're kind of like still doing zoom but they're at school social distanced from one another and there's um like a ta or like a head like there's one teacher kind of just watching all the kids Mm -hmm. doing their zoom classes on zoom it just worked out better for us because i have a kindergartner and i don't know how to teach him how to read and write like i that's just what i do so i just figured it would be easier for her 
who's trained, you know, like a te- yeah. for him to be under the supervision physically of a teacher who's trained and doing all that. Anyway, so now that they took the pods away because LA numbers are super high, yeah, they're not going to be back for sure. Um, if they go back, it'll be way after Valentine's. So yeah, right, I guess. Right. Very long answer to your very easy question. <laughs> um, no, yeah, well, nothing. I nothing is easy right now. <laughs> I know. And it sucks because I loved that tradition of like I know going to the store with them and like them picking out, you know, what cards they wanted to hand out or like what goodie bag they wanted to pick out, you know, and yeah, what little things they wanted to put in the goodie bag, but not this year. Yeah. Well, I know like my daughter's super big on like first of all like arts and crafts and just like doing art and drawing and art that kind of stuff and she's been really big over the past year on like mailing things to her friends. So I predict we'll be, we'll be mailing a lot of Valentine's. So uh, let me know if you guys want one, Serene. That's a cute idea. Yeah. I'm sure that's what we're going to end up doing. Like if I ask her what she wants to do, that'll, that'll be it. So that's probably what we're going to do is we'll be creating Valentine's and then mailing them to people. I'm sure. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Mail is the new, the new texting. (laughs) Snail mail. Yeah. Right. And like, e-cards or e-gift cards or the mm-hmm. new gift cards or gifts or yeah it's just like you last minute remember it's somebody's birthday i'm like all right e-gift card yep yeah, yeah. and we're <laughs> and we're not going anywhere so we literally are just like creating everything and mailing it to people yeah. like that's everything's been in the mail so we've uh, been buying a lot of stamps trying to keep the postal service and in, <laughs> in business I'm sure the post office and all the delivery companies are fine. Yeah. Everyone's just ordering stuff now. Yeah. And not going anywhere. Yeah. Do you, do you see how I'm trying to avoid talking about the love languages? <laughs> well, it's funny because like Serene and I have had love languages on our like uh on our like list of topics to talk about for a while and have been putting it off because neither of us know shit about love languages. <laughs> but we're um, here but- to learn with you. Right. And we're like, it's Valentine's Day let's just let's do it we're gonna we're gonna make this happen so I guess we should dive into talking about love languages right all right and Jen wanted me to say this exactly this way because this author has it worded so beautifully I love it I'm I'm going to directly quote Catherine Jezer I don't know J-E-Z-E-R Morton um in an article Catherine wrote for Vice titled how the five love languages became the language of love we all know and love oh do you see what she did there (laughs) i oh i I see clever catherine (laughs) yes so she said put it this way she said dr gary chapman is the author of the blockbuster perennially best-selling relationship advice book the five love languages the secret to love that lasts Beautiful. You said it so well. So yeah, this is all Gary, Dr. Dr. Gary Chapman. Dr. Gary Chapman. Um, Perfect. His book, check it out. The five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. And it's, it's funny because even though we don't know much about the love languages and we're going to, like we said, we're going to be learning about it as we talk about it with you guys. Um, But it's become such like a common way to discuss love and relationships in like in the general, like lay person's you know, like it's become part of pop culture is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Everybody talks about their love language. And I think everybody has a generic understanding of what the love languages 
are, or at least what their love language. Right. Well, maybe not everybody, but whoever is into love and language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. this is not going to be a- <laughs> What are we doing? Guys, this is going to be a great episode. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. But I think an important thing to note too, just kind of like as we start getting rolling into this, is that um, the thing about love languages in general is that in general, like you have a love language of how you communicate affection and love to other people, but then also like you have a preferred method of how you like to receive love from an, from your partner. So, if, and it's not always the same. So I think that's an important distinction to make too, as we kind of jump into this. Right. Yeah. Like my needs are this and my partner's this, needs are right. that. And how do we, um, have both of our needs met when we right. communicate love in different ways. Right. Good point. So let's well, so, just list all five love languages and then get perfect. into it. Perfect. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, you want to go ahead and list them or should I? Sure. Um, I, I, if you have it pulled up, you could do it right now. All right. <laughs> all right. The first love language is words of affirmation. Okay. The second is quality time. Okay. The third is receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. The fourth is acts of service, mm-hmm. and the fifth is physical touch. Okay, and we'll kind of jump into each of those. But so as we were pulling up uh, information about this, like before we got started, I found a quiz. Um, it was, I think, it was actually like on the Love Languages website, uh, where you can like answer all these questions, and then it tells you what your preferred love language is, like what your primary love language is, how you communicate love, I guess. Um, and so I took that quiz really quickly as we were getting set up and mine was quality time, okay. uh, which makes sense to me, like as I'm thinking about it. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it as we get into it, but it's interesting if you're curious about your love languages, there's a quiz. If you just Google, you know, the, the five love languages, you could find a quiz and it breaks it down in terms of like what your primary love language is. And then like what percentage the other ones fall into in terms of their importance to you. So so what, what did it say about quality time? So for quality time, let me pull up what it said right here. Um, so it says your primary love language is quality time. Uh, I, I can even just read it to you guys. So it yeah, says, can you just uh, tell yeah. us where you're reading this? Like what, what's the website? So we're not. Yeah, so it's, so it's fivelovelanguages.com and it's the number five. Okay. Um, and so it comes specifically from the website that's connected to this book and this, this uh, topic of love languages from Dr. Chapman. Um, So this says your primary love language is quality time. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. So, So that's what it says my primary love languages. And so I, I think this means this is the way that I like to receive love mm-hmm. is, is how I understood this, which makes sense. Cause to me, I think quality time is, is the most important one to me. So I, I think this means that this is how I like to receive Got love it. and affection. Yeah. I and wonder then, if there's a quiz that says how, how, you how do you like to share it? Yeah. 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 I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this means that's like, if this is how you like to receive. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Serene? So I know you haven't taken the quiz. So if mine is quality time, 
how do you like what would you imagine of these five like would be how you like to receive you know as I was um kind of just reading about them I Mm -hmm. felt like at different stages of my life I wanted to receive maybe different that's a really good point because I Um, think that's probably true yeah I mean I'm sure at one point quality time was huge like I'm just kind of like looking at uh, yeah yeah my relationship with my husband let's say when we were dating I probably I, I could see myself wanting quality time because we were still getting to know each other and blah 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 yeah but now I'm kind of like hey like it's 2021 we've had yeah. enough quality time together <laughs> please leave me alone go back to work let's all go back to the office I got um, that. no I mean I'm joking but you know now it's probably more evolved into acts of service it's like oh my gosh you took the trash out you love me so much yeah you know um or you wow you didn't leave the bowl in the sink you actually washed it and put it away wow right (laughs) i'm a lucky girl um (laughs) see and i I think and that that was like i think like second for me also was yeah yeah so yeah yeah, I mean, I wonder if this is an evolving thing. I mean, I again, I don't know too much about love languages, but I wonder if, you know, a way you received love, I guess, or needed that show of love evolves through time and through experience, See, either with so different sense. partners or with the same partner over time. I'm, right. I, don't, I don't know enough, but I would imagine so. Yeah. Oh, that makes total sense to me because I think your needs – in your 20s and like what you experience as um as affection in your 20s is so different mm-hmm. from what you need in your 30s and your 40s like i think it mm-hmm. it definitely shifts over time and maybe some parts of it stay stay consistent but i but i think you're right like in different phases of life and uh depending on like what's going on environmentally like when you have a family things are going to be different than when you're like single and dating so i i think you're right. totally yeah it makes sense to me And I see physical touch here. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see physical touch being a very significant. uh, Sorry, there's again, (laughs) airplanes flying over it. But um, I can see acts of love being a very, uh, I'm sorry, not acts of uh, physical touch being a very significant Mm -hmm. way of somebody receiving love. But then I think about, you know, in some episodes we've talked about as a mother or a new mother or a new mother of two or three, um, you feel overly stimulated by touch or sound. And it's like, well, does it shift at that point a little bit? Like, do you know what I mean? Is it it become annoying? I don't know. Well, cause I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause like, I know we've talked a lot about being touched out in past episodes and I, and we talk about how like, especially like you said, like new mothers or like when you have a new baby, like that, that feeling of being touched out is like, can be so like overwhelming and like intense. And now my baby just turned two months old and uh, which, Oh my God, how is she already two months old? That's crazy. Um, But, but I'm definitely experiencing that all over again, where like, not only do I have this baby who's attached to me all the time, but I also now have like a four-year-old who's attached to me all the time while I'm being attached to a baby. So like that touched out feeling is so real. So that makes, that makes sense that if somebody's primary love language is physical touch, then it may shift when they are in that life period of having a new baby or having kids who are hanging on you all the time. That, yeah. 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 
I mean, I think I think it's uh, again with this with this evolution. If there is an evolution, or I don't know what Doctor Chapman says, but if there is, I think it's important for uh, communication to happen. You know, definitely. Because I I remember being very irritable when my husband like touched me, not touch. You know, he just like mm-hmm. touched, my, put his hand on my back or uh, held my hand, and I was like, gosh, like there's. A baby, you know, I'm feeding. I'm a two-year-old that's like all over me, clinging yeah. to me, and like you want to hold my hand, like get off, you know, no, right? No. Um, yep. We're not holding hands right now. <laughs> How dare yeah. you? But yeah. for you know, at the same time, like. I don't remember how I expressed it to him, but you know, I think it, it's important to express it to your partner in a way that they understand the evolution and they're not like oh, okay right. well you liked this two months ago and now yeah <laughs> you don't want me to hold your hand so what is right. happening right and that's like like you said communication is just so important right yeah well so we never actually broke down what each of these are and i feel like they're pretty self-explanatory but should we like briefly go into each one just so people kind of have an idea all right well okay. i guess i'll do words of validation sure uh, words of affirmation. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're when, clearly pros on this topic. <laughs> no, you know what? Because as I was reading that, I was like, well, I think we all need that validation from our partner. Yeah. That, and that's where I was going to go. And I just spoke too quickly. And <laughs> you just started happened. talking about it before you introduced yeah. what you were talking about. That makes yeah. sense. Words of affirmation. I guess that's like getting complimented, mm-hmm. um, tell, having your partner tell you that you're appreciated, um, mm-hmm. feeling like you're being um, – supported and encouraged. And I think this is so important for a lot of moms because a lot of times we feel like we're probably the shittiest mom ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I know this one's really high up there for me. Like I think it, it, and it's, I think it's also something that I like to give to other people too. I think just like you said, like validation, like being able to like express, but also like hear from other people, like when things are good or like being able to, um, to share verbally that affection with somebody else. Yeah. 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 You you already went over quality time. Yeah. So, so basically quality time is just about like being able to provide for somebody else, like undivided attention and, um, like minimizing distractions, um, and just being able to share like meaningful conversations and like connection with another person without, with, without outside distractions is essentially what it is. Yeah. All right. And the third was receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'm very That's uncomfortable cool. with this one. So oh, do you wanna, interesting. I just don't like getting gifts. I don't. I've never wow. really been a fan of receiving gifts. Well, then I think that's probably pretty low on your totem pole in terms yeah. of if you took the quiz. Um, but but I think it is for some, you know, like, and, and that's the thing is these are all so individual that like some people, like that's one of the most important things to them. And for yeah. some people, it's, it's like, it makes, like you said, like it can make you uncomfortable. And that's why it's so important to like know what your love language is and know what your partner's love language is and really talk about it. Because like, like if Serene were, with a partner who was really into giving gifts and she felt uncomfortable receiving gifts, obviously that is a mismatch and she'd feel uncomfortable every time she got a gift. So, Mm. you know, that's a really good example of why it's important to like have an idea of this stuff and what your partner likes too. Yeah. Although I love gifting, like I love gifting. And that's why that's important to know because like 
because yeah, I like, I love giving gifts to people and I love like mailing things to people. And I like, I love that stuff, but it's interesting that like you love, you really enjoy doing it, but you don't enjoy receiving it. Receiving, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it's important. Yeah. Um, the fourth love language acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Can I talk about this? Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is an expression of love where you receive or understand love or see love by things that somebody is doing for you, mm-hmm. like taking on responsibility for something that you typically have the responsibility for, or, you know, just, I, I love this, but yeah. they're, they're show- I feel like when somebody does this for me, they're showing that they are being considerate of my time. And all the work that I do. And I feel like there's some validation and affirmation in there too, for me at least, because it's kind of like, here, I did this for you. So you don't have to. I love this. Obviously, Serene doesn't even need to take a quiz. She knows which ones are high on her list and she knows what makes her uncomfortable and is low on her list. Watch me take a quiz and it's like gifting. It's the total opposite. (laughs) (laughs) But. No, but uh, yeah. So basically like, like you said, Serene, so uh, it's the idea of like going out of your way to do something for somebody else and like taking on a responsibility for them to like take something off their plate. Yeah. Yeah. And the fifth is physical touch. touch. And that's obviously pretty self-explanatory. You know, the idea of like, like kissing, holding hands, it doesn't have to, I think like sometimes people think physical touch and automatically go to sex or like something sexual. No, I mean, it could, but not necessarily. Right. And so the idea of this is more about like just that physical touch and physical intimacy and, you know, like cuddling, holding hands, all of the above. And sex is part of that, but not the only part of that. Like it's, it's, it's all of the kind of physical touch that you would have with a person that you love. Right. Um, So, yeah. Well, did, I did mean, you, yeah. Oh, were you going to say something? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was trying to decide if if there was anything else to add to that, but I think that was it. So go ahead. No, I mean, I think I'm as you were talking, and you know, we well, we were both talking about the five love languages. I was kind of reflecting back on like what it is that people or my partner do for me that make me feel loved and appreciated, and I think it's. Again, it, it just I fall back to the acts of service. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something to kind of consider and think about. Like, what what does your partner do for you, or you know, what do your friends do for you that make you feel the most loved by them? Mm-hmm. And then I think that's an easy way to figure out or identify your love language if you don't have time to take the quiz today or whatever. You're not. Yeah. You're taking a break from the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and this is really interesting. I'm I'm looking at this article about the love languages. Um, Where is this article even from? Uh, From Mind Body Green. Um, So this article uh, breaks down the love languages and stuff. And then there's a section that says the most common love language. And so according to this article, Chapman analyzed the results of 10,000 people who took that online quiz that apparently the same one that I just took. Great. You're Um, you're in a study and you don't even know it, Jen. I don't even know it. Maybe he's updating the study now. Well, I didn't take it before 2010, so I'm not part of this (laughs) study, but uh, maybe he's updating it. Uh, But according to this study that he took of analyzing these responses people took from this quiz, 
he found that words of affirmation was the most popular love language, um, but by a thin margin. Uh, and then in 2018, there's a dating app that analyzed their responses to this quiz. And they found that their most common love language was quality time by far. Like, But like that kind of falls part. back to what I was saying, because if it's a dating app yeah. and it's the beginning of the relationship, then you do want that quality time. Absolutely. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So way, way to have an accurate hypothesis, Serene. <laughs> I just want you to like highlight how correct I am. Can you? Oh, do- it's it's noted, highlighted, I mean and that verbal marked. Yeah, you mean that that words of affirmation. <laughs> um, but then this article actually brought up something else too. It says um, that that the responses or like your preferred love language probably is also majorly influenced by gender, culture, custom, and values. So that's another thing to, yeah. to think about too, that like there's probably some love languages that are much more prevalent in Western society versus in non-Western cultures. So, so yeah, another interesting thing that I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about. Yeah. Well, you know what? That kind of makes sense because yeah. in my culture, it's like a big thing to like, you don't go to somebody's house with your hands empty. You don't, you know, it's, right, right. you, there, it's very rigid with that, you know, like right. you just don't, you know, you, you take flowers or a bottle of wine, yeah. or you, you take something, especially if it's your first time at that person's house or right. you offer to bring a dish or it, it's, it's a big thing to not yeah. show respect in that way, I guess. And yeah. I guess that could be, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that at least in my culture. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or like some cultures where like, um, I don't know, like if you're, if you're a guest in somebody's house, like that you offer to like clean up or something like that, or, you know, like acts of service. Exactly. Nice. So yeah, so, yeah, so I think we're tying it all together. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's interesting, just all, all aspects of relationships that I hadn't really thought of from this perspective, but it's interesting to kind of, I don't know, to look at it through this lens. Yeah. Well, so. I guess now back to our Valentine's days, how mm-hmm. are we going to show love and receive love Hmm. on this very special holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess like you said, like, you know, knowing that like the way that you communicate your love language, but how you like to receive your love language might be different. Um, Like I, I like to, I always like, even if we say we're not doing gifts, like I always, like I, I usually like to have some kind of gift in play or something. Like I like to give a gift. So I know like, my daughter and I like already have like, I, I'm, I'm going to give my husband like a gift from the kids and we picked something out for him that we got for him. Um, and then, you know, we're going to do like a little tea party, which I guess is quality time. So I guess yeah. that's, you know, that it falls into play with, with what I enjoy. So, so yeah. yeah. What about you in, in terms of, in terms of uh, the love languages? Yeah. Well, when I, when I think about it, what we, what what we do the the little valentines mm-hmm. version of the advent calendar that we do with like notes and little gifts and stuff i guess that that falls under affirmation and yeah. gifting yeah. um and then we will probably i think i heard the kids say they wanted like heart-shaped donuts and you know something oh, cute. like yeah. that for breakfast so that would be our quality time yeah i guess we'll do a little bit of everything except for acts of service i'm guessing 
<laughs> unless they want to like wash the dishes and stuff for me that sure. would be great. Um, well and i think that's an interesting thing to note too is that like even for valentine's day that like your phase of life dictates what the love languages look right? like because yeah. like when when you have a family like and especially during a pandemic where like you can't really going anywhere you can't really be going anywhere um like your valentine's day involves the whole family and so it involves yeah. like how do you incorporate everybody into celebrating a holiday right. that's around celebrating love yeah and with and with everybody having i think different love languages in our family at least yeah i think it's important to kind of consider each one and yeah. do something that highlights each one. Yes. Um, That's a really good point. Because they, they are all different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I guess we'll we, – we still have a little bit of time. So we'll figure yeah. something out. Makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Well. That's it for today. That's it. <laughs> well, I haven't done this in so long that I almost forgot what I have to say. <laughs> Um, but if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, go ahead and email us at is it bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at is it bedtime yet podcast or on Instagram at is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each words, each word. Ugh, talking <laughs> is hard. Um, check us out on Patreon. And did I get everything, Jen? I think so. Awesome. For today, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene asking, is it bedtime yet? 